Hello and welcome back to our continuing look at the book of Joshua. We pick up with chapter 7, verse 1. To set the background, Joshua and the Israelites have just fought the battle of Jericho, and God has given Jericho into their hands. And God told them ahead of time to destroy everything there, but certain precious metals they were to devote to the Lord to be used in his service. But the people of Israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things, for Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of the devoted things, and the anger of the Lord burned against the people of Israel. As we said in the, the last podcast, and more importantly, as God said, Joshua had been faithful, and the people had been faithful to follow Joshua's leadership, and ultimately it was all about trusting God and obeying God. And so their great victory came through their faith in God, and this defeat that they're about to undergo is one that results from their failure to obey God. So, verse 2, Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is near Bethhaven, east of Bethel, and said to them, Go up and spy out the land. And they went up and spied out Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said to him, Do not have all the people go up, but let about two or 3,000 men go up and attack Ai. Do not make the whole people toil up there, for they are few. So about 3,000 men went up there from the people, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai killed about 36 of their men and chased them before the gate as far as Shebarim and struck them at the descent. And the hearts of the people melted and became as water. They were suddenly afraid. They, they didn't understand what it meant to be defeated because they had won all these issues that had been going on since back at the time of being delivered out of Egypt by Moses. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until the evening. He and his elders of Israel, and they put dust on their heads, and Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all to give us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? What would that he had been content to dwell beyond the Jordan? O Lord, what can I say when Israel has turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear of it and will surround us, cut off our name from the earth, and what will you do for your great name? Who does Joshua sound like? He sounds like the very people that God has given him to lead. He referred to them as this stiff-necked people. He sounds like he has lost his trust in God. You know, many times after a great victory, we're at our most vulnerable. I don't know why that is exactly, but I've seen that over and over in life. So, Joshua had just experienced this great victory. I guess the answer is that, that he suddenly forgot that it was God that gave him the victory and, and he thought that he had accomplished this on his own or that it was due at least in part to him, but it was all from the Lord, wasn't it? So Joshua was tearing his clothes and falling on his face before the Lord, and he didn't say, Lord, forgive us or Lord, help us. 
he said, why, why did you bring us out here and, and we're going to all get killed and we could have stayed in Egypt or stayed on the other side of the Jordan. Joshua was experiencing doubt and his doubt was a reflection that at that moment he was not trusting in God and at that moment he had forgotten God's promises. God had promised him to be with him and to provide and deliver all of the, the promised land into his hands if he would do what? that he, If he would obey him and not turn from the, to the right or the left, but to keep his eye on God. That's what they failed to do. And when they failed to trust in God, God let them have the fruit of their decision. You know, we're, we're free to make whatever decisions we want, but there's God's path, and then there's anything other than God's path. There's only one way with God, and that's to trust and obey. Our, our relationship in, in Christ is a secure one because we have received him, but even as we go on uh, forward in life, when we take wrong, make wrong choices and take the wrong path, then we have the right to make that choice, but we don't get to choose the consequences. When we make wrong choices, there will be consequences, and we have to live with those. It's not God not loving us. It's us not trusting and obeying. But even those, those failures, God turns around for good. He says in Romans uh, 6.28, uh, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose, all things work together for good. He can make even the worst circumstances turn out for good. So we need to trust in the Lord with all our heart, not lean on our way of thinking, but in all our ways acknowledge him. Amen. God bless you.